Hello and welcome to World Shop, the podcast where we build worlds based off the role of 20-sided die. I'm Jordan. And I'm apparently Jordan's best friend, in air quotes. Cody, really? Jordan told me not to talk about the fact that we were fighting before this on the podcast, but I believe in spite. How are you again, doing, Jordan? Like, like, also, you ruined the outro of last week. So again, I will say is like I could easily stitch this together, but you have to make a deal out of it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna acknowledge that I did ruin the outro pretty hard. I don't know what happened, but I just kind of meandered through words. <laughs> we just kept talking. I'm like, way Cody, too long. Episode over. I was like, episode over. And he was like. Oh, crap. Well, yeah. It's good, too, when I meander continuously, because then there's no good way to cut it down to be a sensible ending Yeah, to so show. I just left it in, and I just put the outro music right over you. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> just, just mix Cody down, like... I didn't even ask, like, screw it. I'm just going to have the outro just come in and just have it cross over. But we don't have to talk about my editing skills. Um, anyways... It's been a while. We are back. This is the actual return from the New Year's break. Because well, New Year's and Christmas. Yeah, it's been, it's Christmas, been a bunch. But the ep- the most recent episode was posted like already in the New Year, but this is the first recording. Wow, well, right. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. in terms so of us welcome recording. Welcome back. How have you been, Cody? I have been pretty good. No complaints for the most part. Pretty solid. How about you? How have you been? You do it. You do it pretty good. Pretty good. You do it pretty good. Do you, you know? That's a solid answer. I mean, I have not <laughs> been constantly elated, but I have also not been constantly miserable. I mean, that's pretty much my life: is either constant elation or constant miserability. Miserability. I think what and you're looking for is the word misery. Misery. Yes. Constant not miserability, misery. which is not a word. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no. Um, it's been a break. <laughs> I have not sat down and done this podcast with you for what almost a month now. It's been it's been a bit. Jordan, what have you been what have you been reading, listening to, enjoying, being inspired by, creating, well, interacting because with, I do, because talking about, looking at, playing, <laughs> touching, you done, you done, experiencing, you done. Tasting. You done. Cooking. You done. I think I can't think of anything else. Yeah, I'm done. Okay, cool. What have I been enjoying recently? Because I don't want this episode to be five hours long, I will only do like hit on a few things. Um, one is I finally saw the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse movie. We it can't talk about freaking... it. Why not? Because I haven't seen it. Oh, I thought you were gonna say because it has black people in it, then I was gonna be really upset. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, Why yeah, would we you can't talk about it? Because me. I specifically, I specifically believe in a white Spider-Man, and oh. uh, we can't, we can't have any of this. Uh, no, I, I mean, no, I don't Cody. specifically believe in a white Spider-Man. Do you know what's interesting though? This is a little bit of a tangent. So you oh, know, Lord, what? Donald Glover, Donald Glover. Yeah, I know. Okay, Donald so Glover. check this out. I Do personally you remember know Donald Glover. There was like. I think it was when The Amazing Spider-Man came out, they were talking about, like, when yes. they were doing casting, they were like, we don't have to have a white Spider-Man, it can be anybody. And people yeah. were, like, saying, like, oh, Donald Glover would make a really good Spider-Man. This was... And then everybody else got outraged because, you know... And then there was outrage, right? But you know what's kind of sad, though? Donald Glover was in a Spider-Man movie. He was in Spider-Man Homecoming as, yeah. as, as just a stereotypical character. He was just like, I rob people... 
That's it. Like, oh, he, he was in. He was in that Spider-Man movie as a cameo as um, Miles Morales's uncle. By was the way. he? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's what, actually that's cool. That's better to. than the character so, yeah, he played was, in, they in actually, Homecoming. There was actually kind of a reason to it, but anyway, it was like one of those shout out wink wink moments. Yeah. Well, that if, actually, if you I, catch I the name, that. you know what's up. No, but I, I actually I'm really excited for Into the Spider Verse. I I just haven't seen it. It yet. was probably I think the best Spider-Man media period. I mean, the trailers make it look like the best Spider-Man movie that's come out in a long time. So, you know, <laughs> there's that. I actually kind of like the um the original ones with what's his name? You like the Sam Raimi Spider-Man? I I, I like yeah. Yeah. They, I kind of think they're... one is my favorite and then two is kind of a slide for me and then three I I actually kind of like in retrospect more than I thought I would. Three is very bad. We watched it like recently actually. And it's just like, it's very hard to watch again. I want to, I want to go back through and give it a chance. Cause I haven't watched it since I've been like a grown man. Um, yeah, no, it, it's, it's pretty, it's, it's laughable. Like you can laugh at it, but if you want to even remotely try to take that movie seriously, you can't. Well, I kind of like the first one because it is so unabashedly goofy. Like, it doesn't try to be a dark, serious movie. Green Goblin looks like a Power Rangers villain. A Power villain, Ranger, yeah, straight and up. And talks Ranger. like a Power Rangers villain. You know, he he monologues. And William and Defoe is goofy as heck. He he has like a big, stupid-looking foam suit and yellow eyes, and it's all. It's not shot in darkness, so it'll be like broad daylight. Here comes Green Goblin. Not CG, just walking down the street like I'm Green Goblin. <laughs> like oh. Whoa, oof! You look rough, man. You look like you there's bought just, that costume out of a magazine. There's just so much bad in those movies. This is oh, just, that's all I want to no. say. There's so much bad in those movies. Well, and I that, enjoy I, that those okay. movies. Sorry, now I was just gonna say I like that Peter Parker is just, just everyone is horrible to poor Peter Parker. His life is never-ending misery, and then his uncle dies. Well, I mean, that's just how the comics goes, that Peter Parker's life is just misery incarnate. Well, it's kind of the point of the hero, is that he's like Job, you know? Everything goes wrong, and he's like, I'm still Spider-Man, and I believe in justice! And there's, like, yeah, you, people you telling overcome. him that he sucks, and no one supports him, and he doesn't have a family or a team, and his girlfriend yeah, even keeps the media getting murdered. Hates him. Yeah, no, you overcome. That's what Spider-Man's all about. You overcome. <clears throat> yeah. Justice. Anyways, anyway. Into but the Spider-Verse. Yeah, Into the Spider-Verse was great. I was going to say, like, I know a lot of people hated it, but I actually like the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Uh, one, okay. I, two, really bad. I, yeah, we can talk about spider We can go into detail on Spider-Man on a different episode because I, I'm i a Spider-Man fanboy. And I've always been like, Into the Spider-Verse, now forgetting Amazing Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse just hit on everything that I liked about Spider-Man. And they did so in just like a spectacular way. The art style was fantastic. Um, the jokes were great. It was, it was something that was like, you sit there and you notice like, oh, I'm watching a kid's movie. And then you're like, I don't care that I'm watching a kid's movie. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, yeah, it's yeah, just optimism. It was in fantastic. A movie. And they just, they did the origin story right. Like, it was an origin story for Miles Morales, like getting his powers, like figuring the whole Spider Man thing out. And they just, they did it so right. And 
just I can say everything about it I liked, and I I don't think there's one thing about that movie I didn't like. <laughs> so. Is Miles Morales like a canon character, or is he something new that they made up for the movie? He's a canon, ca- bro. Where have you been? I I don't read Spider-Man comics ever. He's, he I've is not the, read one. He is now the Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't <laughs> know that. At least in the Ultimate Spider-Man comics, Peter Parker dies and he takes over the mantle as Spider-Man. But he is one of these. Well, now because Marvel did the whole thing where they rebooted the entire universe and all the alternate universes are now one universe. But he is like the Spider-Man. For okay. The I mean, I just part. didn't know. I, I didn't know. Oh, who is he just a character? No, no, he's Spider-Man. Just because he's well, I mean, black that's cool. doesn't mean he can't be Spider-Man. Cody, I didn't, come on. I didn't say that. I just didn't know yeah, if it I was Yeah, I put those like, words in your mouth. I'm saying you're a terrible, awful person. I just didn't know if the movie had an original thought or if it was still just like, well, I'm going to be a comic book by stealing it had, this stuff. It had an original thought, but it did follow, like, you know, the regular Spider-Man tropes. But I, I really do think In the comic book, it. does Miles Morales' dad make him say I love you in front of his prep school? No, but that is, like, an absolutely hilarious scene. <laughs> does his dad also look like a triangle upside down because he's well, just like all giant upper body okay <laughs> that is nothing is... you can't just like throw that out to make my point invalid about how his dad looks like a moose <laughs> not really <laughs> yeah, a moose I, see but Rock i Dogs. like the i like the way they animate it because he's just like the like, goofy just buff cop dad it's just it's so he, great. he is fun i i really enjoyed that little sequence i, I, I really do cute. think you will enjoy the movie but as i said with most movies last year that i thought you would enjoy and you hated all of them so i i don't think i'm gonna hate into the spider verse when i saw like, the trailer, i said oh I yeah you'll really, really like excited. black panther you're like oh i didn't really like black panther I'm like okay oh, well, well you know if black panther had been a better movie i would have liked it but i'm sorry it was it was just well, a it's the marvel formula movie. it's the marvel formula and yeah, they, but worse is just a bad movie. I don't know. It was I'm not sorry. worse than all the other Marvel formula movies. It's not the best one, though. It's not. It's not the best one. I would put it a, way above a lot of them. I, I would put it above Ant Man. I would definitely put it above Ant Man. Everybody would put it <laughs> that above Ant Man. <laughs> Ant Man's the worst. I'm sorry. I would put it yeah. up, maybe above Doctor Strange, above yeah. half of the Thors, all of the Thor, oh, all but Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because one yeah, and two so were pretty bad. One and two were pretty, eh. Two was pretty rough. I giggled a lot at two, like when they were just flopping through portals and nothing made any sense at the end. I really I was laughing. Because I, I didn't watch it in theaters. I sat and watched it on my computer, like a DVD computer, and I just like started doing other stuff while watching it because it was that boring. Yeah, I get you. But yeah, anyways, that's like the major thing that I've been doing. We can talk on a different episode about all the other stuff. There's a, there's a lot of it, man. Anyways, what have you been enjoying recently? Okay, so here's the big thing. You remember last time I talked to you about how I am on the book in Dark Tower where oh I God, quit when yeah. I was 16? You quit right now when you're 27, 26. I did. I'm 26. 10 years later, you quit. 10 years later. I did, but... There is a good reason. I got a book from the library that has a deadline on me to finish. Um, Dude, so I, I have 21 days to listen to this book that's a thousand million billion pages long. So I really have to be listening to Stephen it or I won't King get to finish it. Stephen King is just a very long-winded Well, no, it's not man. the Stephen King books. It's the Stephen King books I have through Audible so I can listen that's to That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying don't go back to Dark Tower because he's long-winded as that. Don't go back. Well, Your I book. want to. 
I want to, but first, ten I years are still the, the same person. New Year's resolutions mean nothing. I have to finish the book that I did start listening to, which is the third Stormlight Archive book called Oathbringer. Okay, Oathbringer sounds awesome, but what the heck is that? I've talked to you about this before. It's a fantasy novel where um, the, I think the general notion kind of You really could have just is, stopped that. It's a fantasy novel, and I would have been fine. So you know when you see on like the front cover of D&D books, there's like a guy in like huge armor and a giant sword that's all like completely impractical and ridiculous looking? Yeah. It's kind of a book trying to make those guys make sense. Well, they um, can't, so next. Well, yeah, yeah. so then they, they, like, make up stuff about, okay, so they're magic swords that wouldn't weigh 7,000 pounds, and they, like, are this highly prized. justifying so Final Fantasy, the book? Kind of, yeah. Um, and, like, also, gravity's weaker on the planet. There's, like, all these little details that are kind of fun. But, so is it supposed to be a parody or is it like taking itself seriously? No, 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 no. It's it's not, and it doesn't it doesn't read goofy. It's actually okay. fairly grounded as far as fantasy goes because they do a good job of making a world where these like people with giant murder swords aren't good people. Like it it screws them up to have these things, and there's consequences to using horrible weapons that make you into a monster. So um, justifying so- Final Fantasy and Soul Calibur. The, the I mean, book. look, I haven't read those books, so I don't know. Oh, oh, you're saying, that, yeah. I mean, it is that style of giant sword, though. Is yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's the sword it's like, that like nightmare like the uses. The nightmare sword from Soul Calibur makes you into a yeah, where it's just armor. completely impossible. <laughs> yeah, like it looks like um, a giant butcher knife, but it's also like eight feet long. Yeah, that. Yeah, totally wouldn't work for anything ever. So you could get one I mean, swing maybe, and then you're dead. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to like have someone help you, lift and no one it, kills you. You a... throw out your back and die. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the they uh, have to wear magic armor that keeps them from doing exactly that thing. Um, yeah. Sounds great. Sounds but, like a great book. I would love to read. It it is pretty good as far as fantasy goes. The Stormlight Archive is. Um, have you read anything by Brandon Sanderson? No, I don't read. Have I'm you kidding. listened to anything but Brandon Sanderson? <laughs> I, I do read and no I, sorry, I'm just being sassy now and I'm sorry, it's gotta bring it down the quality. Um no, I have not read anything by Sanderson. It's good stuff, and I mean my friends that suggested him to me as an author are gonna listen to this and then be like, This is the first time we've ever heard Cody say anything nice about Brandon Sanderson. Cause usually <laughs> I'm extremely critical. Um but I love how you said that. Extremely critical. It, it might be like, <laughs> I, I think Zach is about ready to murder me for all the horrible things that I've said about his favorite author. You know what I mean? It's oh, like, Sanderson Cody, here's this favorite? book I love. Yeah. He's like, here's this book that I love. And then I read it and I'm just like, he writes the same character over and over and over again. And and this is just Kelsier and Kaladin. Or the sa- their names even sound similar. Shalon's just this character from this book. And, and I get all curmudgeonly about it. But... Sanderson has a very cinemagraphic style of writing, and you know how Stephen King books, like, you can immediately tell you're reading a Stephen King book? By the fact that it's 800 pages long and you're hurting your hands just by holding it? Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. My point is that Sanderson has a distinct style, so a lot of his books feel samey. What I will say is that they have very complicated, well-explained magic systems, something I hate. You hate that? I, I like 
Well, I like well-explained magic systems. Hate well-explained. My favorite magic system is Lord of the Rings. Let, let me ask you something, Jordan. What can Gandalf do that's magical? He's the most powerful wizard ever. What can he do that's magic? Um, tell you a bunch of bullcrap? He can light pine cones on fire. He's a wizard. I prefer that. His I, magic see, is I nebulous. I hated it that no about sense. Lord of the Rings because Gandalf is it. so worthless. Up until He's maybe not. the last. Yes, he, he is. Is wise. He fought a giant this... fire demon, and that's like pretty much all he did that was special. Right, but isn't that kind of cool though that he didn't like shoot lightning out of his hands to do that? He could just fight a Balrog. That was his ability, and I enjoy that. That it's not. He's not. He doesn't have like sh- he doesn't throw lightning bolts like Zeus. He's just Look, is a magical being, we, and that's we, all we there took, is to it. We had our whole magic episode where we talked about magic stuff, and I told you like one of my favorite things is Full Metal Alchemist because I like really flashy magic. When I think yeah, of magic, you'd... I think magic of things like fireballs and like the ground needs to explode and we need to have lightning strikes. It's people could like shoot these giant fire spells and there's giant sigils and all this craziness. That's what I like about magic. You, when I think magic, I don't think really, lighting a pine cone on fire and throwing it. I don't think you of should that. get into Sanderson because his magic systems are always like for me. And I know some people like this for me. They are explained painfully. I mean, so one of the characters, he has magic powers that allow him to, and okay, so he can fly, but it's not just that he can fly. He changes the way gravity pulls him. Yeah. So he can pull himself up and then he can pull himself sideways and yeah. he has to like cancel different So the game gravity rush. Yeah. It's like when he flies, he's just falling. So he, he has to like turn his orientation in the world to make himself fall. Yeah. And so it's very detailed, and like his friends can use that power when he's nearby. And so not only does it go into detail about how close he exactly has to be to them oh, before geez. their powers start to go That's away, a bit much. also how long he can be away before they start losing power. And it's just like, oh, okay. God. Okay, that is a little bit much. I mean, it's done well, but it is like, you know every detail about his magic systems and all of his books are like that where they have very well defined very flashy magic that's that is fun it's creative and i, I, I enjoy it I, I do like really flashy i miss gandalf magic. is my point Get, ugh, I, don't. I don't i miss that he's magic because he shows up at the right time <laughs> yeah it's like one like, of my powers I, is i'm just here at the right time well exactly okay what this I need is from be. a video game and I know we're kind of getting long-winded in our getting to know each other section of this podcast, but whatever. So one of my favorite we already little things know each from a video other. This game. This isn't the getting to know each other. Like, Let me tell you about my thing from a video game. <laughs> I've that known I you for almost nine years now, Cody. <laughs> Let me tell you about my thing from a video game that I enjoyed. Yeah, what's up? It was in Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King, which is like an it's just a button-mashing game. And there's a cutscene. It's right when Gandalf is... Um, riding down the hill with the Rohirrim towards the Urukai, um, and they all form up ranks and are like holding spears, which is what you would use to stop a cavalry charge. And they have like long pikes; it would have wrecked the cavalry charge. But he timed the charge so right as he would get to the line, the sun would come up and hit them in the eyes, which would make orcs shrink back and throw their spears up, making their phalanx useless. 
And like as this is happening, the video game, like this is where it like transitioned into being a video game, not a cutscene from the movie. It like played the little like Gandalf line, a wizard is never late. He arrives exactly when he means to, you know? Boom, hits them and like breaks their whole phalanx. And I'm like, that is a wizardy thing. He didn't need to do he didn't need to throw a huge fireball. He just arrived at the right time. That's cool. I like that kind of magic. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, dude. Just saying. See, but I That's think cool magic. my thing is because I also come from the school of watching anime as well. So the whole flashy, huge explosions is something that like stuck with me as a kid. I mean, I get that. I get that. It's just not my jam. I can understand why you like the whole Gandalf and his, oh, his type of wizarding is different than your flashy, send a giant fireball from heaven magic. But I just, it's not my <laughs> style. Uh, you want everyone to do spirit bombs? <laughs> okay, I'm not talking Dragon Ball Z. Just, yeah, hold up your hands for 10 episodes, why don't you? Power of the Earth, lend me your magic. Okay. I'm going to make a spirit bomb. Yeah, no. I also I also hate Swim! the I also hate the spirit bomb cuz that was just like the stupidest plot device for like holding off the anime while the manga still like proceeds. It's like, "Hey, let's just have him hold his hands up for 10 episodes." Oh, oh the deer are now giving a problem. Look, now let's show the deer in detail giving him energy. Cool. Um, I also like how it just didn't work. <laughs> it's like five episodes of build up for Frieza and then he's just like, "Eh." And then it, it moves slowly and then doesn't work. Yep. It just destroyed the planet, actually. So good job, Goku. You ruined Namek. Yeah. <laughs> good job, Goku. Anyways. <laughs> Everything's dead because of you. So speaking Enough of destroying uh -oh. planets, Cody, what is our topic for today? Uh, it's apocalypsing right now. Boom. Transition. Um, Do you remember We're what last fans. week's was, Cody? Come on. I believe. <sighs> I definitely tragedy don't. world. I'm not even going to try this year. I'm done trying. This oh year. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was a weird one for me. You that was when the I made rhyming scheme of thee and we and he and flee and prophecy. <laughs> and... Oh gee, I liked that. Yeah, yeah, that was awful. That actually hurt me. Like I listened back to it, and I was like, oh geez, did we really? <laughs> did we really do that? And it's like, by we, I mean you. That was all you. I had nothing to do with that. I mean, look, Jordan, when you do this many worlds, you're going to have some that are weird. You got to be willing to, you know, experiment a little bit. We are almost at a full year of doing this podcast, by the way. Yeah, we're great. Because I think we started in March, I think. Did we? Oh, wow. Something something like that. We didn't, like, post episodes until, like, May, but we started in March. <laughs> well, happy one-year anniversary, almost Jordan. one year. Um, so, yeah, today is, this is a, oh, sorry. It's apocalypsing right now, which was Cody's prompt for when we first started this. I think it's glorious. Yeah, sorry about that bad. one. And I really struggled with this world because, okay, so I could have easily done like, oh, it's a zombie apocalypse. Woo. Or, oh, like, yeah, you know, disease. I decided to go a specific route and I think I failed at it. But, you know, I tried. And I don't hate my world like I did when I first wrote it. I don't hate my world at all. I, I, I think mine's mine's pretty short, but I think it's it's a fun little idea. Um, Mine so starts long and gets shorter as it keeps going. <laughs> That's impossible. I want you to understand how things work. No, That's I mean, like, I, my, my first part is really long. The second part gets shorter. <laughs> third part gets shorter. And the last part is the shortest. That's what I mean. That so that is possible. Because, so screw uh, you. <laughs> Everyone has to be dead at the end of this, so... Yeah, you know. and you don't necessarily have to be dead at the end of Apocalypse. That's why you have post-apocalyptic I mean, worlds. Come on, Cody. Post-apocalyptic worlds are lies. Oh, you always do this where you make fun of the topic. You always do this. 
Anyways, I'm ready, Jordan. I'm rolling my dice. Screw you. What do you roll? I rolled a 14. I rolled a 15. Oh, you get to go first. Look at you. I need to go first because I want this to be over as quickly as possible. Oh, don't be such a negative. Negative. Negative Nelly. Negative. Nancy. Negative. Are you Nelly? Negative you went with Nathan. Nelly because Nelly is also black. So we needed to, you know, do that. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, hang on. Is Nelly, is that like a traditionally black N- name? Nelly is a singer. No, Jordan, it's a name. There's a singer named Nelly. Nelly is not the the name Nelly is not only owned by a singer. Okay, Cody. Nelly is a name. It's you not just like don't Lady want to Gaga. Speak. You just don't like when I bring race into things. I get it. You can say that instead of trying oh to gosh. prove that I'm wrong. Look, I'm fine with you bringing race into things when I'm actually racist. Yeah, like that one time you. <clears throat> Anyways, when have I ever been racist? I, I'm making a joke, Cody. Just go along with the joke. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hurts, mm-hmm. Hurts Just yes feelings. and. No, yes, no. You're the you're the worst. <laughs> and this is where we stop doing the show, as always. Do you know that Nelly's a guy? Yes! That's definitely a woman's name. I'm, I'm starting, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, start, I'm starting my world. So I'm just gonna do a- Nelly.com, women's fashion. Can, can I start? Can you shut up? Yeah. For once. So I'm going to do a quick prelude because I realize that it's not 100% clear as I go through my little story. But um, this story, it's visions from the future. So the former world is one without technology, but it's on its way to enlightenment through science. Um, I would go ahead and think of this as having its renaissance and beginning the industrial revolution type thing. So the world is mostly controlled by the church and the religious and then the world talked about in the future visions is a future that is um, socially kind of if our world was completely controlled by the Catholic Church. So that's pretty much the prelude into going into this. So the Illuminati. Ugh, the earth is flat. Anyways, this is <laughs> excerpts from the prophecies uh. of Pyar the Elder. I have seen deep into the future of man. It was a power given to me by the Lord of Light. Also, I definitely didn't mean to steal the Lord of Light from Game of Thrones. It just happened that way. Because I'm it's like, okay. I need, I, I like, I need I to have God without it. just straight up calling him God. Um, He's the Lord. The Lord of Dark... No, no, he's the Lord of Light. <laughs> so, You should make him the Lord of Lizards. I mean, you told me not to do Snake Worlds anymore, so... We, we talked about this. <laughs> we talked about this, Kenny. The snake thing was ruining the show. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, go ahead, go ahead. We gotta focus up, Jordan. (laughs) Many terrible things happen in the future, but still our world survives. Before my exile, I saw the end of days, but these visions were rejected by the government and the high priest. They were too afraid of knowing how things would end, but clearly curiosity has struck you as you read of my visions. I saw the end come and watched day by day as our world would cease to exist. On the first day, I saw our world tremble, then split open, carving an ugly near-bottomless scar across its face. The scar wrapped around the entire world, separating it into two halves. These tremors caused great destruct- uh, disasters worldwide, collapsing great cities and sending massive waves to wash the unfortunate away, burying them in the vast oceans. From the scar poured the souls of the- those long dead. Families were re- reunited. Old legends lived again. But as a result, those with blackened souls, too, walked amongst the living. Most saw this as a miracle. Being reunited with those you formerly lost, good or bad, was a sign that death no longer walked amongst these people. The day the earth split 
open and the dead returned, those who were sick were healed, and those who faced great trauma lived to see another day. The returned dead and the miraculously healed were then quarantined by men clad in yellow, kept away from the rest of society. The returned were granted immortality. Some of the scientists saw this as a revelation that the Lord of Light was real. Others saw this as a disease or a curse. The returned were studied, poked and prodded, until finally released in back into the public, as those men of science saw no reason to hold them anymore. The people accepted them back with open arms, but were... But there were those groups who were wary of the returned. Some of the returned used their status to, to gain power. Others worshipped the Lord of Light, believing him to be the reason of their return. It was believed that the cataclysm is what caused the return, so those men of science and greed left to study the world's scar, believing they could find the secret of immortality. But this was just the calm before the storm. The souls only returned to await their final judgment. After the great cataclysm, the scar of the of this world was filled oh my gosh <laughs> starting over after the start, starting over the whole story let me one more try just we're just gonna do the whole podcast <laughs> over all right okay. this is ridiculous space new episode <laughs> <laughs> we're done with this all right we're doing this again <laughs> take it from the top okay <laughs> all, all of that's me hi jordan what have you been enjoying today <laughs> oh jeez. Okay. After the great cataclysm, the scar of this world was filled in with the vast oceans, permanently lowering the sea levels. The oceans changed, now producing water that caused disease to return to the land. Riverbeds and lakes that were once connected to the oceans all dried, leaving some communities without water. Chaos broke out as opposing governments tried to take claim to the inhabitable, inhabitable lands around the world's scar. The river that connected on both sides of the planet was surrounded by a vast valley that was flourishing with life. The water was seemingly more pure than it was before, and it promoted the life around it. To some religions, this would be considered a paradise, but others would believe that these were the first signs of the end of times. They would go on to preach to their brethren that they must first prepare themselves for the return of the Lord of Light. To certain governments, the world's scar was highly valued land. And to men of science, this was a scientific phenomenon that needed to be researched. Regardless of the reason, this land was envied by all men. Land squabbles, trade wars, and even violence broke out around the world, all because of the undeniable grip of greed that brought men to the world's scar. Despite the cataclysm and the returned dead, the world strived. People found their places. places. Cults were created around the returned and the world's scar, and due to the purity of the water, the land itself began to strive. Despite the darkness, there were some positives, though the true horrors were yet to come. And that is my first section. Uh, that is a much different direction than I went with, which is a good thing. We're not writing the same world this time like we have in other points. We've only done that like twice, <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, sometimes though they're more similar. Mine, mine is very different. So, so you, you ready? I, well, I really just wanted to go with like the kind of you know when you talk about apocalypse, there's the zombie apocalypse type thing, and then there's like the biblical revelations type apocalypse where you have like. This the end of the world in weird cataclysms and visions. So yeah, that's what I wanted to go with. All right, here we go. No, my my uh my thing this week is called rainfall. The end of the world started with rain. Nothing more than a light shower. Why would anyone worry? Why I feel like this care? is a Netflix show. Called Shut Up, rain. Jordan. And I feel like he watched uh, it and then stole from that. Wait, is there? 
Is there actually a Netflix a Netflix show about the rain ending the world? Yeah, I think it's called The Rain. Are you the serious? world as we know it has come to an end due to a rain-carried virus that wiped out nearly everybody oh. in Scandinavia. Okay, no, no, not not the same thing. It's okay. okay. We're all right. We're all right. Okay, cool. Because when you that. started saying the rain, I'm like, uh oh, Cody. <laughs> all right, this is a transcript from uh, Channel Seven breaking news. Well, folks, it's sprinkle day all across the world. That's right. No need to water your lawn today, friends. Everywhere all across the planet, it's raining. And what meteorologists are calling the biggest weather fluke of all time. So put on your yellow jackets and rubber boots and go singing in the rain. The good news is the rain is... That was Channel 7 News. Hey, I'm not done yet. Oh, shoot. (laughs) So, uh... You want to lighten up a little bit there, Jordan? Huh? The good news is rain is com- this rain is coming at an ideal time, given that we have to irrigate enough that we risk running low on water. A nice long rain should make for an easy growing season, which means we should have some happy and rich farmers this year. You know what farmers say? Happy crop, happy wife. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> I don't know any ah. farmer who says that other than the happy wife, happy life part. Uh, oh, and now to Leonard for more information on the storm, whose name I forgot to say. Oh my gosh, Leonard was the name I was thinking of. Holy crap. Thanks, Miles. This storm is a real freak occurrence. So far, scientists all over the world are baffled. It is Here, it is not that odd since it's late spring and we expect to get rain, but what about the areas far to the north that have never seen rain and are only used to snow or deserts? These are areas that never expected to see rain, but now, in this freak occurrence, are seeing a light rain shower. That That's kind of the end of the news report. Um, so, this kind of is going to take place in a small town. And basically what's happened is, one day, it's just planet Earth, normal Earth. Um, and basically, the start of this is one day, everywhere on the planet, it started to lightly rain. So, that would include... Deserts, polar ice caps, everywhere. It just, everywhere on the planet, it is raining. So at first this seems normal. Like, you know, you'd wake up and it's just like, oh, it's raining outside today, whatever. Because this is kind of supposed to be in whatever generic Midwestern town where, hey, we need rain. Actually, it's good. You know, it's kind of dry this year. So some rain's good. But the weird thing is it's sprinkle day. So everywhere, all over the place, it's raining. Um, but yeah, that is my first section. Okay. Um, so I'm getting hints of Noah's Ark. Are we going to get a bunch of people on a giant boat with some animals? No. Okay. I'm also getting a little hints of, um, the movie 2012. Are we about to get a bunch of people on a giant boat with some animals? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) No, there's no giant boats, and there's really no animals in the whole story. So no, I, I really enjoyed that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what happened at the end of 2012, by the way? Yes, that's exactly what happened. Oh, come on. That's so dumb. <laughs> Dude, it's hokey as heck. Do you know all the reasons why that would not work? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Whatever. Oh, my Whatever. gosh. Yeah, I'm sure the environment will be fine for animals once you land. Don't worry about it. Oh, my gosh. Anyways. Don't worry about the fact that all plant life on the planet would die. It's fine. Get the animals. (laughs) 
Just like the most efficient way for humans to survive deer and wolves. What are you doing? (laughs) Okay. Get a bunch of seeds, tree samples, homie. What are you doing? Homie. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Okay. That's so dumb. Why would you ever get animals? I never said it was a good movie. Also, like, I'm pretty sure we watched that movie in 2012. (laughs) Did you? And it was just like, first of all, this is oh, wait, happen. 2012 was when the world was supposed to end, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's why they made the movie. Oh, I forgot. I didn't I didn't remember. I honestly, Jordan, if I don't know if you know this about me, I the world really didn't end, so ending. no one cares. Yeah. 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 Anyways, Jordan, give me give me your next section. Okay. Jeez, yeah, we went a hundred percent different routes. So this section's a lot shorter than the one before it. And as you'll see as a theme, it's gonna keep happening like that. <laughs> so in my visions, months, maybe even years had passed, and I sat and I sat and watched the events continue to unfold. Religions had deemed this water a mystical force given by their gods. Those who followed closely to the Lord of Light also would preach that the land around the scar was the promised land. The scientists believed that the land was a scientific miracle and studied the effects of the water on man to no avail. See? Could have done zombies, but I didn't. <laughs> things slowly took a turn for the worse i watched on as the animals of the world all came to the scar to drink one by one they were enticed further into the depths of the river until it swallowed them up over the course of a few months the river slowly darkened and changed to a deep bloody red the banks of the river river scar became littered with the bones of the creatures it swallowed and the aquatic life that lived deep within floated lifelessly to the top The now-bloodied water killed the land around it, withering all the vegetation that existed in the area. Man began to turn on each other, believing that the change in the paradise was a direct result of greed. Treaties were dissolved due to distrust and fighting broke out amongst the people. Everyone blamed each other and no one took responsibility. Some of the returned would rise up as false prophets and claim righteousness through the Lord of Light. This would gain the favor of the people. The unholy prophets took charge of men, telling that uh, that the only way to be saved from the chaos was to repent and follow them. They would take the glory from the Lord of Light and lead their people as gods to decadence and sin. Anyone against them were fed to the Blood River. What's up? Jordan, I really do like how biblical this is. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what I was going for. Those who were returned from the dead could not die, but they could still be destroyed by the bloodied waters. The unfortunate souls that the river ate were dissolved and now float there, forever screaming in agony. With every soul fed into the river, the bloodied waters rose, causing the people to flee further inland. The river spread, spread further, eating everything that was in its path. The scientists still studied this land and were able to create biological weapons using the bloody waters. They gained leverage. (laughs) What? How is this funny? People suck. Yeah. It's just like, it's like, hey, the apocalypse is happening. Like, how can we harness this apocalypse for weapons? That's what I want. Do you really think people wouldn't do that? I mean, I don't know, Jordan. I don't know if I would make apocalypse juice. And spray it on my friends. Do, do, not their friends. No, man. Enemies. But no, seriously. Just like real question. Do you really think people wouldn't try to figure out a way of weaponizing this? I'm not I'm not arguing with you. I just think it's funny. Okay. Anyway, they gained leverage in the cult and believed that those who held power would find favor in the unseen powers of the now dying world. Those who opposed the false prophets remained true to the Lord of Light and would go into hiding, waiting for relief from these dark times. End of my part. 
Oh, sorry. I thought I thought you were continuing on to something else. I haven't done this in like three weeks, so like I am way out of the groove of my. I, I do flow. feel a little out of practice. Yeah, dude. it's okay. I, I needed right. to stretch a little bit before this episode. All right, Jordan. This is day ten. Day ten of it's sprinkling endlessly. So the small town, for the most part, has been unchanged. I mean, you guys have seen rain for ten days before. Not a huge deal. It's getting a little muddy. It's a little annoying. But it is strange that this is happening worldwide for 10 days. Mm. It has been raining. Good evening, folks, and welcome to day 10 of Sprinkle Watch. It has been 10 days straight, and that is not uh, that is not a record for this area, but it is a record since it's still raining everywhere all over the world. Sprinkle Watch sounds like problems. a very bad indie game. Well, I kind of imagine this guy's a little like a dorky small town like news anchor that's on like local public yeah. access TV. Hence the the terrible joke in the first section. Anyways, we are now seeing some problems with floodings and other things. Basements all over town are being filled up. We have seen our fair share we have seen our fair share of flooding before, but other areas are truly beginning to suffer. Please look at the news ticker for a number to call for relief effort donations that sentence was clearly written if you have a chance please call in and try to help our neighbors no matter how far away they are on brighter news the ymca is going to be hosting the first tots main street canoe race (laughs) so bring your kids and race them down main street in a tiny boat all proceeds will go to help flood relief efforts also on the brighter side of news farmers say they should not have to water again for years and their harvest has never looked better and now to Leonard with more information on the storm. Thanks, Miles. <clears throat> this storm is growing more and more odd. For one thing, winds are at an all-time low. No, torna- no tornadoes, no lightning, just a light rain. We have also determined that the clouds are extremely thick, meaning that less rain, meaning that the rain might last quite a bit longer. And more bad news for farmers. Given that we are seeing less sunlight, it is quite possible that we are going to start seeing problems with plant life all over the globe. So, um, yeah, it's been raining everywhere, and the oddity with this storm is that what you you can finish your sentence. That's why I'm raising the hand. Oh happens. no, no, you're good. What's up? I was just gonna comment that I enjoy how like people have decently adapted. It's like, oh, we're gonna have a canoe race down the street. It's like kind of like what I said with the whole you really don't think people would make biological weapons. It's like yeah, people would definitely like do things like oh, a canoe race or just crazy things like that. So. Yeah, my idea right now is that it's just like people don't realize this is going to be bad. And especially on the local level, who cares? They've gotten this much rain before and some houses are flooding. That's that happens once every six years. Um, So but I do also kind of I imagine this as it's not growing or getting worse. It's just consistent. So it's not like a giant rainstorm. It's just like a light sprinkle outside all the time. So, yeah, so it would be like a light summer rain. Like, maybe the sun's even out right now. Well, no. So the clouds, though, extremely thick. It's like, pretty much a blanket. It's just gray. Okay. Yeah, it's just super gray all the time. Um, and so um, in the short term, you know, people are like, oh, good, rain. We need rain. Like, you know, we have problems with water shortages. But then long term, it's like, well, yeah, rain's good, but we're not getting as much sunlight as we used to and rain's not the only thing that we need for good plant life. It's just usually what we're used to lacking. So it's kind of, this section was meant to kind of show like, Oh yeah, it's fine. But then there's like, yeah, but stuff's actually going wrong here and it's going to start to build up. So I kind of, that, that was what I was trying to play with in this section. Anyways, All right. back to you, Jordan. Cool. Okay. 
And this is my third part, and I think the shortest of all four. Without explanation, some people began to form a black mark on their foreheads. The mark could not be washed off, and when the skin was removed, <laughs> this mark still existed, all the way down to the bone. Yes, Cody. I'm doing exactly what you think I'm doing. What was the shape of this mark, um, Jordan? It's supposed to be... What am- was the shape of the mark? It's supposed to be ambiguous, Cody, because it's like... Was it three sixes? No, it, was, it feels it, like it should it be three sixes. Not in my mind. I was seeing it as just like a black line, or maybe even a cross. But then I thought that was too too much. In in my mind, I just see it as a big black sixty nine. Oh my gosh, Cody! <laughs> <laughs> we all we all know how much you like those big black sixty nines. Anywho. yeah don't look at my internet (laughs) this is not that show the false prophets turned this into a holy mark those who had this mark were chosen by the false prophets and said to rule in both the realm of man and the realm of the gods those who follow closely to the false prophets prophets all gained this mark while those who follow true to the word of the lord of light remained unmarked this angered the marked, and they hunted the unmarked, believing they were on a holy crusade by the Lord. On the twelfth year after the dead came back from the pit of the world, the world trembled again. Out from the deep blood river arose an ancient eldritch, eldritch being. His skull was marked black like the followers of the false prophets. Atop his head was a crown of bones signifying he was the fallen angel who the Lord of Light cast out thousands of years before my time. What up, Cody? Did you say the blood river? Yeah, the blood river. Did I miss something about a blood river? Did you miss when the, like, literally my whole last section was about how the river turned blood, turned into blood because all the animals walked into the river and died? Oh, okay. And they used the bloodied waters, as I had mentioned, as a biological weapon. Did you miss that? I just I just find it hilarious how I... you missed Missed the most important part of the second section. I did not think you said bloody. I thought I thought you said black waters. <laughs> no, I definitely said bloody and blood water. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I for some you reason know, I, I black we've only talked I, about on episodes before how you don't listen to me. Like the one time you tried to re-explain my thing and got it completely <laughs> wrong. <laughs> yeah, we we've already done this before, Cody. Let's not rehash like old jokes because. <laughs> <laughs> that's hacky no but legitimately i i have been paying attention i just thought you said it was like a black river i, I just didn't i definitely said it's like it turned anyways. dark and bloody and the bloody waters i might no, i might have i mean slurred, I'm, here, I'm agreeing with i'll you. give you this i might have slurred my words because i'm not doing the best job right now but still i think it's hilarious how you missed the <laughs> most important fact of the second part and that was like so anyways, there's the a blood very river. beginning of it <laughs> so there's a blood river and revelations is happening i'm yeah, on board okay. okay keep going where where was I even? Oh yeah, he was the, he, the fallen the angel river? cast out thousands of years before the prophet's time. He will be the one to end this world and take the lands back from the Lord of Light. As he arose from his bloodied pit, his roar shook the world to its core and nearly snuffed out our sun. Darkness spread throughout the lands and the unmarked righteous men began to lose hope. Those who were marked were transformed into creatures of the dark whose only purpose was to seek the blood of those who remained true to the Lord of Light. The Elrich demon was to lord over the lands until every last light was snuffed out and the world was finally destroyed. Yeah, <laughs> revelations. Anyways. It's very revelations-y. It's, it's very revelations I'm glad you say that because that's exactly what I was going for. <laughs> well, it, it comes across. You nailed it. Nailed it. All right. You ready, you ready for my section three? Yeah, there's a Cowboy Bebop song about... 
rain that's just stuck in my head right now. That's good. It should be. That's the vibe I'm going for. Um, so this the town has gone through a, a distinct difference. What used to kind of be a celebration about uh, the fun of kind of having this much rain and having kids and boats has been replaced with there are now creeping like civil problems with infrastructure just collapsing. There literally is news from the greater like literally collapsing uh, infrastructure or yeah I I mean there's like massive flooding at this point it's been raining for thirty days straight everywhere I didn't know if that was a metaphor or things were literally collapsing no 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 not not like social collapse okay, it's, it's it's like the actual the, collapse of the, the infrastructure of society is falling okay. apart <laughs> like the roads they can't get food as easily okay uh, a lot of the, a lot of buildings are flooded now um. And that's kind of the state of the town. So these news broadcasts have become a lot less fun and a lot more uh, utilitarian. Okay. Hello. Our thoughts and prayers go out to the families that lost loved ones and homes when the 4th Street Dam broke. Remember, folks, it's important to move to higher ground. Construction crews are working round the clock to build new shelter in higher locations that have yet to flood. Speaking of, we are desperately looking for people of any skill level to volunteer to work on the construction crews. We are putting the time and meeting place for the construction volunteers at the bottom of the screen now. We have heard reports that many areas are suffering far worse than us. Again, areas that are not used to ever seeing rain are in disarray. Mass animal deaths and erosion are destroying most arid areas, and everywhere food is becoming a concern. We are going to work with local farmers to determine what we can grow in constant rain. Again, we urge anyone with skill or information on agriculture or civil engineering, please volunteer your time. And now to more and now to Leonard with more information on what we can expect from the storm. Well, Miles, we have tracked the rain for the last 30 days and we are slowly learning things. There are fluctuations in the rain, but not much. On average, we see the same amount of rain every day. We've also seen no signs of dissipation. Good science says that we should plan on more rain for the time being. Scientists are still trying to determine what caused this freak rain. Thus far, we have no idea. But it is seemingly possible for this amount of rain to exist in the atmosphere. Thanks, Leonard. Uh, tune back in at the evening power for the next broadcast. Um, so at this point, the town is no longer has consistent power and is becoming more and more isolated. It's a largely agricultural agricultural area because it's in the middle of the Midwest. So the biggest concern is trying to figure out what food they can grow because they can't grow corn and beans anymore, and that already wasn't really a good source bamboo. of food. Bamboo. Lots of bamboo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? Um, <laughs> bamboo don't give a crap about water. Can you eat bamboo? Yeah. You can't yeah. eat bamboo, can't bamboo you? Bamboo shoots are in food all the time. Bamboo shoots are the most disgusting food in <laughs> the world. They really, they really are, but you can't they're eat them. So bad. Like, like, I always pick them out of stir food fry. when they're in it. It's just they're not good. I know. My dad would make stir fry, and inevitably he would put in water chestnuts, oh. baby corn, and bamboo the three shoots. Worst and I'm just like, these are the worst. Fry. Yeah, I just when I make stir fry, none of that, none of that goes Me in. Me and there. a friend went to like a like a Korean restaurant, and they had fried bamboo shoots. The first one I ate was really good, and then after that, it just went down like exponentially downhill. <laughs> and I was like, nope, I can't, no more. So I had, gross. I had like maybe three of them. I was like, I can't. 
so at this point now too like i said they don't have consistent power so basically what they do is um they just have to have like meeting locations and times because they can't like call people anymore oh and there's just a known time every night when power comes back on for a little bit and they can broadcast television just to get news out to people still um but overall people are still doing all right in this area it was an agricultural area so there's at least places to grow food but everywhere else it's becoming much more of a concern and they're becoming more and more isolated due to like just roads landsliding away um and also i mean our country's huge so there's a lot of nothing between everything so as soon as you don't have gas coming consistently and don't have roads anymore it's really hard to get anywhere so it's just becoming a more isolated and it's having to learn how to become like a self-sufficient community. So I've been listening to um, Gamer Noob a little bit. Just, I mean, it's your own podcast, so, well, on your network, so you get it. But I was thinking, because we do these worlds for different purposes all the time, but I was thinking, like, going back, and it's like, how can I make each of these worlds into some sort of RPG? But I love the RPG that I will be able to run in your world. Just water and sadness. no jordan it's water and community that's the whole world we can't do much it's flooded we can stay in and hope we don't drown it's it's water and friendship jordan that that's all that's standing between them and the end of the world i like how you kind of have the community it's like oh everybody's gonna hold their hand as they slowly drown i just have the apocalypse of demons coming out of rivers of blood yeah, you went. We went way more biblical on this than, than I did, but that's okay. Like I said, different tones this time. <laughs> different that's tones fine. for different folks. <laughs> Anyways, that was bad. <laughs> I admit when I tell a bad joke, and that was one of the times. Um, so, anyways, um, my last part: the rise of the demon lord Kaitesh marked the true end. He ruled for years, sending his acolytes to do his bidding. The world began to look like the abyss that was described in the old text. Even righteous men threw away their beliefs to save their own souls. Kaitesh welcomed these faith traders with open arms. You know, all six of them. The demon lord... See, I have one joke in here. Lighthearted. Ding! Good job, Jordan. I'm laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Jokes. The demon lord was to rule from the sea of blood, hunting the last acolytes of the lord of light. He was to be fed by the agonized souls of the dead and gain strength through the torment of those left behind by their lord. When all hope was lost, an arrow of light was to come down from the heavens and pierce the heart of the demon lord, sealing him to the land forever. The souls he devoured would be released into the world again, where they too would be judged. The lord of light, who had abandoned the world centuries before my time, would come back and give power to those who followed him despite the darkness. Those who stayed true despite their own world falling apart would finally be able to fight back against the darkness. Kaitesha's minions would not go easily, sticking to their twisted faith till the bitter end. The warriors of light would be given the chance to purify the agonized souls, or they would be lost for all of eternity to this damned world. The Lord of Light would watch from above as his acolytes banished the damned souls to the river of blood. He then would welcome his followers to the realm of the gods with him. Wait a second. Is there a blood river? (laughs) I I really hope you're not actually serious. (laughs) (laughs) The way you delivered that, like I looked in your eyes, I saw like truth and I'm like, is he serious right now? 
<sighs> Jordan, I'm the best at lying. <laughs> no, you're not. Um, <laughs> continuing. Also, you, yeah, but anyways, the souls will be um, banished to the river of blood. You messed up my flow. He would then welcome his followers to the realm of gods with them, and they would all live for eternity in the realm of light while the old world crumbled and faded away for good. These are visions I was shown. They seem to exist hundreds of years from now, but they exist nonetheless. I spread this word so that you know what is to come and make the choice whether to follow the Lord of Light or be damned for eternity with the demon Kaitesh. This is the final and most important choice of all. And that's the end of my world. Also, notice I tried to do this future tense for this last pair, like last section, just because these are events that could happen. But that, yeah, whatever. I'm done with this. <laughs> I don't know how to write in future tense. I have Thus forgotten me that stumbling since being over in fifth myself grade. this whole entire time. I was trying to write in different tenses, so like I can't. I'm not a smart man. All right, Jordan. This is uh this is this is one year after after uh, Sprinkle Day. It's been raining constantly Holy for crap. a year. This is uh, a notice letter that was posted in the town square, or at least what's left of the town. Hello, folks. Bad news. We have heard from construction crews that they are out of possible locations for new dwellings that will not be underwater within a week. Also, the town council is communicating with the nearest peak. We are going to try and see if we can, if they can offer us shelter. Current projections put that our ta- whole town will be underwater within the next year. We are still looking for people to please pool and volunteer food. Starvation is becoming a problem. Also, construction crews are looking for any help that they can find in building boats. Even if we do not evacuate, it is becoming clear that boats are going to become a necessity. So please meet on the main hill at sunup to assist or teach people about boat building. As a final thought, we will endure this if we stick together. I have lived in this town with all of you since i was a child and found my purpose bringing you the news we are all you are all my family and together we can make this work good luck i like that extremely that somber like tone last... pulled. that was really nice yeah I, right? I really like that actually i can i can do this no that was that was really nice good job dude this was near the end of you know like this town's history where basically it became apparent that they had to flee to somewhere um as the waters kept coming and coming and coming, you know, it everything ooh, I should not have said coming. Back <laughs> I was going to make a joke, but I'm like, this is not that kind of podcast, so I was gonna let you pass. Anyways, so eventually flooding became such an issue that the town the usable area in the town shrunk to just like a few hills that were loosely connected. Um and now the town is banding together to basically try to find the next highest ground they can get to. But the issue is there's going to be, there's more people than there is area to live on. There's more people than there is livable space. So they're trying to build boats or do whatever they can do to survive. But this is kind of like the last. You would say they could just build one giant boat, right? Well, so here's the problem with one giant boat, Jordan. Few things. One, it's one giant <laughs> boat, which kind of means you have like no fault tolerance. So are you if that about to start sinks, preaching to me about fault tolerance? Really? I I am. Are you, um, I, that I think is my a much job, sir. Would be, I'm, 
the mechanical engineer. Well, you just deal with wires and magic. I don't deal with wires that much, but all I'm saying is it would make a lot more sense to have like... Oh, but you do deal with magic. You didn't doubt that part. <laughs> I, of course, deal with magic. It would make a lot more sense to just have like several boats that were smaller and easier to build. Like on the back could of a bunch of a smaller... whales. I feel like you did yes, this world before. Exactly. Hold on. <laughs> exactly. That's that's what's coming next. That, is the this giant world whales. leads to the other one. It wasn't rain. It was actually a bunch of magic fountains leaking. Yep. And then the other kind of part of this that I, it, it's subtextual, so it's kind of hard to tell without me like pointing it out explicitly. Um, Leonard was not referenced in this as like the news person, oh, God, or the science person Leonard. anymore. Not necessarily. <laughs> no, no, it's not that Leonard's dead. It's that they've lost communication completely with basically anywhere else. So they no longer have a way of knowing or measuring the rain or anything about the clouds above them. So before they were always talking about like, oh, you know, we can tell how much water's in the atmosphere. We know how big the clouds are. We can see that they're not thinning. Now they're just guessing at this point. So they really have no way of knowing what's happening, um, which kind of just adds to this. In my mind, this would slowly become more magical as to why it's still raining because people don't know anymore. You know what I mean? Like communications collapsing so people can't get information anymore. I just kind of I find that idea fascinating how quickly you could just lose track of why something is the way that it is. Anyways, that's my world. That that was a good world. Like, but really, you could tie this to your um, water world part, too. Like a hundred, yeah, yeah. 100%. Basically, it could be a prequel. But no, to I, I, I enjoyed that. I really do like the just kind of sad fadeaway endings that some things have, and what you have was a very sad fadeaway well, ending. Yeah, because this is the end of this town, but not necessarily all of the people. Um, but you don't know what happens to them, right? Like they could have gone off and found other places. It could have stopped raining, but there's no way to know, you know. But this is the end of the town that this guy lived. Like, in. I don't know. Sometimes when you tell your worlds, I like think about how the movie that you're well, and when I do it to myself too, I think about the movie that would be created from this. And I really just imagine like the last scene would be like someone walking and finding that note, and then like you know monologue out, and then just fade to black, nothing. Just like, oh, yep. yeah, the whole town's yep. gone. Like, maybe someone traveling through, like, discovers this town. You know, they're rowing their boat or whatever. But just very melancholic ending. Is, and I do really like that. I, that. That's what I was going for. So I, I am glad that came across. I, I, I like melancholy and sadness a lot. In Well, you nailed the Bible in your story. <laughs> you you nailed say. the Bible and you nailed somberness in melancholy. I don't know. I, I used to be a sad boy, so... I used, to, I used to be, you're no longer a sad boy. You're a I'm sad a sad boy. man now. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just an I'm adult just an now. Adult, I was so a sad like, boy. Now I'm just, just an adult. Part of being an adult is just being sad all the time. So, <laughs> Anywho, we're closing out this episode. I'm going to be 100% honest. I may have won the initiative, but I really don't want to roll. So if you want to take that, you can. Uh, no, uh. man, it's all you. That's how this works. We have rules that we live by. I really, like I'm scared that I'm gonna roll something bad, but anyhow, here, yeah, here we go. It is. Did we? Did we already do this? No, we did fifty. Hold on, we might have already done this. Fifty years of natural disaster. Hundred years at this. Okay, two thousand number five. Two thousand years into the future. Yeah, oh, we, no, we we did a hundred years after a spaceship landed and fifty years after an apocalypse. Well, after a natural disaster. Yeah, yeah. So. 200 years into the future, or 2,000 years? So it doesn't necessarily have to be this future. 
my imagination would be two thousand years from right now. What what's what's going yeah, on on I Earth? Mean, part of me wants to pull an old world and do two thousand years into that future. An old world. One of our what? old worlds that I wrote. Oh no no. Well I I mean uh yeah we can we can Look, do that. It's, it's kind of up to you. I can do whatever I, I want. I can technically do one thousand nine hundred ninety nine years into the future. I can do I mean, whatever okay. I want. I, I mean, this is my podcast. I've that's true. <laughs> it'll just it'll just be a red card. You just yeah. have to know that. Yeah, but you know, yeah, two thousand years into the future. I don't know this. <sighs> this will be the fun. The thing is, recently we've been hitting a lot of like post-apocalyptic. Well, I've been hitting a lot of post-apocalyptic, apocalyptic, like things fall apart type worlds. Well. It, Jordan, here's a novel idea. Maybe, maybe in two thousand years, our world won't have collapsed. Cody, Crazy if we're doing notion. our world, huh. look around you. Everything sucks. Well, I mean, let me tell you, I haven't gotten killed by a feudal lord today, so I'm putting <laughs> down refer right now. I also have not gotten eaten by a rat in a meat factory, so no, I'm pretty square with right now. Are you like specifically referencing certain things? No, I'm just saying, look back at history. The world has always been much worse than it is right now. Yeah, I mean, just, that's true. Just saying, medieval times See, were okay, garbage. If you got, also, like, a cut on your hand, you the two other thoughts died. are, like, super future, everything's perfect world. We cured cancer. Or it's, like, the world has completely restarted and we're back to the caveman era. Or it's post-apocalyptic and um the Book of Eli world. Like, Or, crazy idea, maybe it's just... A future world with its own sets of problems or and merit. it's just the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's, it's exactly the same. Nothing has changed. There's more, there's more YouTube videos, but nothing else has changed. Oh, my God. Disney has taken a, Okay, this is just to be my Disney world. That's actually kind of <laughs> there fun. There is That'd no be a God. Only Disney. <laughs> oh, God. That would have been a great apocalypse world. Anyways, the show's over. Uh <laughs> You got anything to plug before we end? Uh, listen to the Wandering Gamer Network. We're the best. Also, I want to do a... We always plug the Wandering Gamer, so I'm not even going to explain it because that was awful. <laughs> um, I just want to do a quick <laughs> shout out again to my friend, well, guy I met and have become friends with, Ryan. He does... <laughs> <laughs> you got to qualify I don't that friendship just be like, my really friend, hard, then, huh? be like, dude, we're not friends. <laughs> That would be pretty ice cold if you plugged a guy's podcast. He's like, we're not friends. I'm just going to show him and say this. Don't plug my podcast. My friend Ryan, he does the Rumor Flies podcast with um, his friends. Wait, his His name's Ryan? Ryan. We've talked. We talked. Ryan, we're friends now, too. We literally talked about this before the show. (laughs) I know. I'm just saying me and Ryan, we're best friends now. Hi, Ryan. We're best friends. You are making me really embarrassed right now. I just, like... I was already embarrassed by saying friend, and then you just like, oh, hey, I'm going to make you feel even worse about yourself. (laughs) 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 Gosh. Anyways, my friend Ryan has a podcast, Rumor Flies, where they basically do a bunch of Mythbusters-type things where they take, like, a common misconception or a myth, and then they basically tell if it's real or false. Um, Some of their best episodes are their animal episodes. I really like that kind of stuff. Um... One of the things that they covered on one of those episodes was the limbing things, like limbing, limbings jump off a cliff. Not true. Everybody knows this by now. Um, but yeah, no, it's a really good pocket. Wait, do lemmings not jump You're off cliffs? Messing with me again. I can't. No, I'm really not. Do lemmings, lemmings not jump, jump, off, jump cliffs? off cliffs? That's not a thing. Well, then what's a lemming for? 
It was actually a common misconception started by Disney. It was in their documentary, and that's where that started. Hang on, hang on. No, no, d- d- shut up. I'm, wa- I'm okay. looking at videos. Of Anyways, I'm gonna finish this plug. Um, Ryan also does a fun Twitch stream called Instant Three Play. It's really fun. They've been playing through Kingdom Hearts recently, and which I have realized is the most convoluted, crazy world that has ever existed. But either who, it's just. He's a really cool guy and does really cool podcasts and stream. Check it out. You can find me at something I guess zero zero at twitch.tv. Cody, do you have anything else stupid and S9 to say before the end of the show? Okay, I, I do. I have a couple things. The first one is when do you stream on Twitch? Um I try to do Sundays at 6 30. Okay, gotcha. The second thing is I'm watching the videos of Lemmings supposedly running off cliffs. It absolutely looks like a bunch of lemmings that don't want to run off <laughs> they're cliffs. Be, they're being pushed off of yeah, cliffs. Crazy, dude. They are. They are very clearly. They're like stopping at the cliff edge <laughs> and like, no, no, and then they're like, you can just basically see off screen a guy like going like, shoot, shoot, but yeah, go off totally the cliff. Go and listen. It's a listen nightmare. Because there's a lot of like common misconceptions that they spoil. Oh my gosh! Don't don't look up the video of Disney throwing <laughs> lemmings yeah, off a cliff. Disney Holy himself crap, takes it's a lemons nightmare. by the scruff of their necks and just flings them off, and just chucks just these cute little rodents off a cliff. Off. I mean, they're rodents, so they probably deserve to die. Like you can see them <laughs> stop and be like, "No, please, please, no, don't make me do this." And then they're just like, "Wee!" And it's never center shot. It's always on like the side. You just see like you just see like the shadow of a man and then a lemming go flying right, but off. But the, a the cliff. point of all of this, I should I shouldn't have brought up the lemmings. I really should have brought up the lemmings. Oh gosh, it's a when, nightmare. When you looked at me, I thought you were joking because it's like this is something that's actually been disproven multiple times. Did I tell you about the monkey on the <laughs> yes. spaceship thing? The last time I mentioned Rumor Flies, you talked about the monkey on the spaceship. Oh, okay, good. So basically, I should listen to Rumor Flies because I believe all the crap yeah, they talk the, about. Rumor Flies is really good. You can find it on Stitcher and everything else. But yeah, anywho, show is definitely over. Next week is 2,000 Years Into the Future. And we shall talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye.